This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for May 11th, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Everybody must have heard my sermon last week. Everybody didn't come back. In today's gospel, we have the story of the Good Shepherd. Every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, it's Good Shepherd Sunday. So there's always one part of the Good Shepherd sayings that is read on this Sunday every year uh, in the three-year cycle. This year we have not the part that actually where he says, I am the Good Shepherd, but the part that comes before that. And in this um, part, he's um, still talking about the, basically the sheep knowing the voice of the shepherd and trusting the shepherd and following. So he begins by saying that, you know, the, anyone who enters into the sheepfold but doesn't go through the gate is a thief or a bandit, which kind of makes sense. Why are they sneaking in some other way if, if they're actually supposed to be there? He said, the shepherd comes through the gate and calls for the sheep, and the sheep know his voice, and they follow him and do what he's supposed to do. And so you know, the, the disciples heard all this, and, and it said that they um, didn't understand. Now, you look at that and you go, well, what's not to understand about that? It kind of makes sense that the sheep would recognize their shepherd's voice and all. Except that what you really need to do is put it in context. Immediately before this, um, he has just healed Bartimaeus, the man born blind from birth. You remember, and they had that whole exchange where he heals Bartimaeus by spitting and making mud and rubbing it in his eyes, and then Bartimaeus goes off to the priests, and the priests say, who did this, you know, and he has a big argument with them, and then he leaves, and Jesus finds him, and he ends up confessing uh, Christ as Lord. So that's what's happened here, and near the pool of Siloam, and as Jesus is there, it's there, that context that he starts talking about sheep. So you can sort of see the, the disciples are going, what's with the sheep already? You know, why are we talking about sheep? I don't get it. Now, to really understand this, you need to go back a little ways. If you go back five chapters to the fifth chapter of John, you'll see another story of a man who was born with a, with a defect, who was imperfect. That was the man who was lame from birth. You remember him? He was laying on his pallet there and calling for somebody to help him because he couldn't get to the waters uh, to, to cleanse himself in the healing waters, it's the pool of Bethesda, if you remember. And he couldn't get there. And when Jesus asked him what he wants, and he says, I have no one to help me get to the water. And Jesus says, get up and walk. And the man gets up and picks up his pallet, and he walks. So what's interesting about that is how it ties into this. But we'll get back to that in a second. So keep all those things in mind, and let's then go where Jesus is going with it, where he clarifies for everybody what that whole thing he was talking about with the sheep was. Since the disciples didn't understand, he says, I am the gate. Anyone who comes through me or goes out through me will have abundant life. I am the gate of the sheep. That clears it up for you, doesn't it? They're probably going... He was talking about shepherds and sheep and bingo. Now he's saying he's a gate. You know, what, what is he talking about? Well, 
if you tie these things together, you realize is that five chapters earlier when he was healing another person who was born with a defect, which nobody's ever done, by the way. That's a unique thing. I mean, sometimes people would heal people who had gotten sick or something. But for somebody who was born that way and been that way all their life, nobody ever did anything with that. This is now the second time that Jesus has done this, which is miraculous. And what we have to remember is, where, does anybody remember where that man who was born lame was? In front of the gate. You know what gate? <laughs> it's the gate near the pool of Bethesda, right? That gate is called the sheep's gate. Isn't that interesting? And it's there today. There used to be 12 gates around Jerusalem. Now there's seven um, because the city we have now is not the original um, old city of Jerusalem. It was built by the crusaders. And so there are seven gates now, but the sheep's gate is back where it was before. They had other gates. Um, the Golden Gate, remember the Golden Gate? That's where Jesus was going to make his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. It's been blocked up now by the Muslims. You have the Gate of Damascus um, is there. Um, there are all sorts of gates that go all the way around. On the, some of them are big gates. They're double wide. I mean, they're huge. And some of them are very narrow and small. The Sheep's Gate is one of those narrow, small gates. It's a little gate because it's really kind of a like a service entry, if you will. There's another one on the opposite side called the Dung Gate. What do you suppose they use that for? That's <laughs> really what the sheep left now. Actually, it's all the waste of Jerusalem, including dung, um, gets carted out through that gate because it gets taken down to the Valley of Hinnom, which oftentimes translated Gehenna, not not Ohio, but of Jerusalem, and, and everything's burned there. And we hear Jesus talking about the fire that never quenches in the Valley of Gehenna. And so it's a service gate. It's where work is being used for. It's like the servant's entrance. So what is the point then about the sheep's gate? What do you think it's used for? Sheep. <laughs> but why? Why would you want to bring sheep into Jerusalem? Jerusalem. 